Welcome to the Zolotech Podcast. This is February 26, 2009. Holy, this is a long podcast. Hello again, this is Aaron for Zolotech, and I have Alan we're, with we're us. We're live? We're live. Oh, sorry. Yes. Hi. <laughs> Hi, how you doing? Peachy. <laughs> We're testing out the uh, the popping for the microphone. I'm good. Okay, good. Thanks. Um, yeah, Very so today nice. we have quite a few stories. We haven't been here for, I don't know, a week and a half. It's been a couple weeks. I've been on vacation. A couple weeks or a week oh, and a half. So I, I was know. on a walkabout. Um, and there's a lot of uh, But i just like that everyone to know that the show is back. <laughs> Great. So <clears throat> we have a few Apple well, not a few, a mm. handful of Apple things. Fine. You're fine. Yeah. Uh, we can kind of zip through a few of them. Uh, and then we have a lot of uh, just other stuff we thought was cool. Too. Cool stuff. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it depends what, yeah, how, you, how right. you look at it. Yeah. Um, so, as usual, we'll start off with the... Uh, rumors? The ma- well, no. The innuendo? Uh, I guess Mac we could, rumors and innuendo? Well, there's not a whole lot of rumors, per se, but there's, uh, there's some... Uh, well, there is. There's iMac rumors. I wouldn't even say that it's a rumor. It's it's kind of a it's us waiting to see when they release the uh, the Nvidia based IMAX. They had ATI uh, in them originally, and then the higher ends had the Nvidia chips in them. Before. The only question is what kind of Nvidia chipset with quad core processors? Probably that's could be. You, you just don't know until they they come out. But um, with all these rumors mounting, you had that, and we've had uh, just today we had some uh, video of some new dock features in Snow Leopard. Nothing nothing crazy, but just kind of more um, perfecting the, the new dock set up for your documents and that sort of thing. Mysterious video of a possible new iMac. Right. Or, uh, or excuse no, me, Mac, uh, Mini. Mac Mini, thank you. Right, so you've got three different things going on here and um, no announcements yet. So something's imminent soon, I would think. Um, not iPods, but I'm assuming Mac Mini, maybe an update to the Pro. Uh, although there haven't been any rumors about that, but maybe an update to the Pro line, um, Mac Pro, not the MacBook Pro. But I would love to see the uh, a Mac Mini come out that was was much more powerful than what they have now. Did you see that? You looked at the, the video, picture, right? the video and the picture. I watched the video. Yes. Well, the the, the picture had a lot of uh, speculation around it being that it was a, a fake, but then right. the guy did a video. And uh, a lot of people have said that the type of video he did with his hand in the in the picture and the back of it saying that it would be very hard to do that without just making a replica of a Mac right. Mini itself. Sure. So, Which is possible, but... It is. <clears throat> but uh, it had a, a... The curious thing was, I think, five USB ports, a, a Firewire yep. 800, yep. Uh, what is it, mini, a mini DVI, and a display port adapter. Which is odd because you would I don't know why you would have two display. Well, the interesting thing is if, if that actually is released and it, it looks like that, It'd be more of a uh, media center. Well, what I'll be wondering is think. whether that was really uh, Apple's design or did they just copy the hacker that souped, whipped one up in his basement? You know what I mean? Because it looks great. It does, but so I, <laughs> it looks like a little bit too much hardware to me for a Mac Mini. Right. Um, I'm I'm wondering if they're hiding something within that Mac Mini right. case. Or maybe that maybe that video was leaked by Apple to generate some sure. buzz. Could be and some demand. Um, and and with um, I guess there oh, there was also a financial meeting. This wasn't planned then, but there was a financial meeting. Uh, I guess today, yesterday, whatever. Um, that had uh, you know they talked about Steve Jobs and that sort of thing. <laughs> nice parsing um, data. Yes, they talked about Steve Jobs and that sort of thing, and he. Uh, Extrapolating. Thank you. He, you're throwing me off here. Um, anyway, his, <clears throat> I guess there's still plans that he's coming back. Nothing's changed. So uh, maybe when he comes back is when they'll do a new announcement. I would expect a new iPhone announcement soon, real soon. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty typical. Dual core, maybe. Uh, yeah, that was the other thing. Smaller, sleeker, sexier. Well, the case pictures that were leaked show like a more satin back on it yeah. uh, with. Uh, I guess possible dual core. Uh, what's the name of those processor ARM processors? Yeah. In it. 
So it's hard to say if they're even going to do that, but a matte finish so. would be nice in the back. Yeah, it would. The, the gloss is nice. The scratches but it get scratches. old after a while, right? Mine's all scratched too. Uh, if my touch is, it's yes. Yeah, it's uh, it, it looks nice if you don't touch it. I can't see myself in it. That's for sure. And I believe the mirrored finish, the object, was the, to see the, yourself. The purpose, yeah, is for it to be a mirrored finish. Yeah, it's I a little vanity mirror so you could adjust your makeup. Oh gosh, <laughs> seriously, I think that was the, the goal. I think it just was supposed to look nice. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> that's you know. So everyone so, can have the vanity. So Steve there's Jobs. all of these. <laughs> the vanity. Steve Jobs has never been a very uh, non-geeky looking person, although people think so for some reason. I don't know. He always wears New Balance, a pair of jeans, and a turtleneck. So. Oh, he's hip. He's hip. He's he's drives a nice car. Trey chic. He, he always drives a hundred thousand dollar Mercedes, but yeah, right. a little more than that actually. Um, but uh, yeah, as far as rumors go, if, you know that's all of them. I don't, you know, I don't know what to think. If a Mac Mini comes out, we're we're just waiting because if it's right. good enough, I'll buy one. Uh, I I would love a Mac tablet still. But yeah, but well, those good. rumors have kind of gone away. Not really. There was just they were re-mentioned actually. Again. Really? Yeah. So, for a Mac tablet or uh, or yeah. or. Uh, iPod Touch Jumbo. Which well, one, one of the <laughs> one of the uh, I was listening to a podcast yesterday of uh, yeah. MacBreak Weekly, and th one of the uh, one of the people in there actually um, speculated why they made the changes to Safari for beta that we haven't talked about yet. But they made the changes right. to it where they put the tabs on top, and although that looks very Google Chrome like, right. he speculated that they're getting more room out of the way so that it would be better for a touch interface. <clears throat> That's an interesting thought. I hope he's right, but uh, it's hard to say. I hope so. But speaking of Safari 4, yes. um, Road tested. Yep. I've used it on the Mac. I know you've used it on Windows for yep. a day or so. Yep. It came out yesterday. Um, yesterday, right? The day before? Mm, you know, I think it's yesterday. My memory? I well, I installed it yesterday. It's 1240 in right. the morning right now, so actually it's two days ago. Technically, yeah. Technically. What is it, two days ago or three days ago? I don't know. <laughs> doesn't matter. It's out now. No, it's out. Uh, we've used I've, it. We've used it. I've been using it solely by itself. The one thing I noticed right off the bat is it broke one password. I know you haven't used that, but that's basically a, um, or maybe you have. I think you've seen it. It, it stores all your passwords and information and that sort of thing. It just makes it easier. Uh, no, I, well, I haven't. Uh, I didn't delve that deeply into it. I was really just testing it for speed. Oh, right. I knew I was going to discard it when I was done. Yeah. Well, I've never. <laughs> Although I was pleasantly surprised. On the Windows side, I've never really liked Safari. Right. Well, I, I've used it. I just don't like it on the Windows side. On on Windows, I prefer Chrome. Same here. That's my browser um, of choice. Although I'm very I like Opera. It's very yeah. Opera. You've said that. I, I guess I'll have to try it again. But I've never really stuck with Opera. I've used it many times throughout the years and I just haven't liked so it. So I, but I've only become a recent fan of Opera. But the uh, the Safari browser is really fast. It is fast. Even fast. even on a, even on the PC it's it's it is fast. It's it is it is scarily close to Google Chrome in, in its website rendering speed. Yeah. But it's, it's still good. it's still it's still slower. It's still noticeably so? slower. I haven't really compared them that way. I, well, I compared all four. I notice a big jump over over Safari. No, I did not time. I did not time them. No. Um, I'm doing visual comparisons, and and most of the websites I, I compared, um, these are websites I frequent, so I have, a, I have an idea of uh, how quickly the common load times for those websites. I notice it renders things a little so differently. It kind of does instead of like on an iPhone, it'll render the background and then render yeah. the pictures, and maybe it does that on the computer. But whatever it's doing, it it, it seems like it just pops up kind of more like a Firefox. Yeah. No, it was fast. The Java engine is very fast. I, it was very close to Firefox. I would say it's right on par with Firefox. But um, it, it's definitely a hair slower than Google Chrome and Opera. Google Chrome, Google Chrome and Opera. You think it's slower than Opera? Yes. Really? In fact, uh, Opera may be fast. The new version of Opera may be faster than Google Chrome. It's, they're very, very close. When did it come out? How new is it? Oh, boy, I don't know. I'm, I'm uh, not a I, 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 this is my first. I'm not a fan of, uh, <laughs> uh, of Opera usually. So Sorry, we're being signaled. Yes. So, um, I haven't I haven't used Opera in a couple of years. It's been it's been a few years since I've actually. Uh, it seems like you know on their site, Apple says you know they're beautifying the web. Well, they kind of took a 
it doesn't look much different, but I mean, when it's you, like an opera idea. Well, way. they took the opera slash Google Chrome idea and turned it into their own well, nice interface. I, well, that's what I thought too. You're talking about the top sites feature. Yeah, and it's it's an old. Feature. I thought so too. But it's an it, opera it, thing. I yeah. was surprised to learn, and maybe maybe you could uh, explain whether or not it's different on a Mac because I only use the PC version, but on the PC, it seems to be strictly, you know, what the the name. Uh, advertises it to be, which is simply just a list of top sites or a quick access to top sites. It is. Now, who's ranking those top sites? I have no idea. It goes, it's top sites by how many times you visit each one. Okay. And then it just lists it. Well, it's based on your history. And then you on the mat, on the PC, you can do this as well. If you go into your history, um, it actually shows you cover flow right. of your history. And you well, can I've seen the, I, yeah, I've seen the cover flow. And I mean, okay. to me, that, that wasn't really functional. That, that, that's not a very useful feature as far as I'm concerned. But what I was surprised about is that unlike Opera and Google Chrome, you can't set up your bookmarks to show on that top sites page. And that is the useful, that is the useful part of that feature in Google Chrome and Opera is that when you open it, it displays all of your, um, your, your favorites, your bookmarks. I on haven't that played page, with it enough to. And you can click on them and browse them. Whereas top sites, I, I, I don't think you can do that. I think it strictly goes off like you said, most visited sites. Well, I and some when you first me, install it, it seems arbitrary. It. Uh, to me, it works perfectly because it lists all the sites I always visit, and then my favorites are at the top, and I click a button. Did you go to the LA Times. No. Dot com. It's not on there. <laughs> it was uh, it was on my top sites when I first installed. Uh, it. My top sites are Zolotech. Yes. Go the, unoffi- the unofficial Apple weblog. Yes. Mac Rumors. Yes. Gadget. Yes. Gizmo. Oh, I think Gizmodo's on there. Love, Amazon. Love. Uh, no, I Newegg, I think. Better give Newegg some love. Yeah. Um, Woot. Woot. No. I don't know. I'd have to see the rest, but there's a there's a good amount in there. Let's take. They've a look definitely they've joystick. definitely improved it quite a bit, and I and I, I, I love the. Uh, oh, joystick. There you go. Joy you go. eBay, CNN. Okay, now we're using uh, we're using Safari, the new Safari, on a Mac right now. Now show me how you can program one of those uh, top sites listings to yeah. say Amazon.com. I didn't. You just you can delete them. Delete and what loads when you delete? Uh, I can delete eBay. Now, if you delete, what what comes up in its stead? Whatever's next in line, it looks right. like. Right, but but where's the uh, ability to program those to, to your you can. to it your just will? Goes, it goes based on your history, I'm yeah, sure. See, I, see, I'm okay with to that. To me, that's not to me that's not useful. Here's all my favorites. Great looking interface, but again, st- problems I always have with Apple products style. Why? Over substance. See, that, I think it has not much that there's substance. no substance to you know your average Apple product. I'm just saying they usually they. they what they, do you mean though? Uh, how they, is it not they useful? They tend to, to you? side with style over function. Yeah, but how? Uh, to to me, this is what I look I at anyway. I don't I don't go I don't go by my history list. I go by my bookmarks, like like my common sites. Like yeah, I want my top five sites. I yeah, but this is my. Them, but, I'm, but I mean that my my top five sites might not be in my history list. You know, if my history is right, but these is, are is twenty. These are right here at the top. These are all my bookmarks, so they're right there anyway. Right, but they're not part of the top sites interface. It's not the visual part of the top sites interface. They're not. Well, chances are in these windows. Look at those pretty looking. Chances are, if they're on my bookmarks, they're going to be on my top right. sites. So to me, this is just a, an add-on. It's, it's just that they're removing a layer of control. Um, it's it's it, it looks it's the Steve Jobs it, way. It looks great, but in order to keep it. I guess uh, stylish. I, it it works. Removed a layer of, of usability. See, I think it works great for me. I, I don't have a problem with the, the way it's set up at all. Well, like for example, I would want in the upper left hand corner, starting in the upper left hand corner, I would want the website I frequent the most. We read left to right, top to bottom. Well, it is. So that's I, how it is on mine. No, it, w- it wouldn't be. I mean, it goes based on your ranking. But what if you stop going to that? What if you don't visit that website then for three over days? time? It will change. See, I don't like that. It's like the genius playlist. I don't want Apple deciding for me what's good to do or listen to or what websites to visit. I want to decide that. Well, then you should submit some feedback. I don't want... Uh, it is a beta. I don't want a computer that's powered by odorless farts. What the... <laughs> right, I get your point. Um, no, for me, I it works fine for me because I use my bookmark bar anyway. And then that's there. Oh well, I visit those anyway. It so looks, I click it. It looks pretty. We can argue about this all night long. It's People quick. are honestly well. That's why it's a bored to tears right now. You give them a feed. Sure. You give them. Well, which we, we talked about last night. Um, um, they probably will integrate that at some point in time. It makes sense because that's what makes Google Chrome and, and Opera so usable, as so far as I'm concerned. 
Now, what did you think about this, too? Um, is At the same time they released um, Safari 4, and, oh, by the way, Safari 4 is the only option when you go to download Safari now, even though it's a beta, right. which is kind of interesting. Uh, and you can't upgrade, uh, at least on a Mac side, until you install all the Java updates and every update up to the recent. You can't install Safari 4 for security reasons, I'm supposed to. Um, well, they do, they do want to put your best foot forward, and uh, sure. as far as I'm concerned, it's the first Safari that's really even mildly functional. I'll see. Well, I, I agree. <laughs> on, I agree. <laughs> on, the, on the Windows side, I agree with okay. you. Um, no Netscape. <laughs> Vintage Netscape. <laughs> Nets Netscape still not even exists. Yeah. Uh, not really. I'm oh, sure you Mozilla. could download it somewhere. But um, what else was I going to say? Oh, on the same at the same time they released I the iTunes Pass yeah. with Depeche Mode. Yes. <laughs> so uh, now, only this now is you could be a virtual groupie. Yes. Basically, it's a virtual yeah. groupie for twenty dollars for a few months. The good thing is it's basically a subscription pass service. Um, the problem is there's not any bands that interest me yet. There's one, I, I think. And so the idea is they give you this list of content for $20, and it will update up to a certain point, and then past that certain point, you can download it for so long. The difference between that and subscription is you can keep this music as opposed to a subscription service where when it runs out, it goes away. So it's an interesting way to do it, now, if they can get bands I like to do it, and it's content I actually care about, then maybe I'll do it, but not Depeche Mode. <laughs> Think of how many sexually transmitted diseases will be prevented by... <laughs> <laughs> by being by an being, internet groupie? By being a, a virtual groupie. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that's... Uh, so, uh, I guess the concept is there. It's it's a half-baked half concept. Sure. It's... You, well, you're, you're, you're throwing stuff up against the wall and seeing what sticks. Right, and I'm sure that's probably Make why they down. tested it with Depeche Mode, because right. the people that like them, yeah. uh, or or fans, are right. already established fans. They have a cult following. Right. right. Uh, it'd be like if you threw a like Grateful, De Grateful Dead or something, you threw that up there. So, you know, it, it, it's kind of, let's see what happens, yeah. and uh, hopefully others join in. I would still love to see an overall subscription. And kudos to them for doing it. Sure. It's it's worth Even trying Even if it's powered things. by odorless cups. <laughs> Um, this is Apple News, but it kind of falls into a gaming category, too. But uh, the, I don't know if you saw it, the uh, video for the new Metal Gear Solid Touch. Mm -hmm. Surprisingly impressive graphics, but I noticed the frame rate wasn't that good. Yeah. Did you notice that? How many times are we going to say that about an iPod app or an iPod Touch app or an iPhone app? Surprisingly great graphics, but... Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> and that I downloaded Hero of Sparta. <laughs> does have very good graphics, but it's pretty much unplayable. <laughs> See, a lot of people probably disagree with you just because... Oh, no, it, it, got, it got great got reviews. Good. Even IGN gave it a, gave it a yeah. great review. I don't like the... 9 out of 10 for IGN. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. Yeah. So but it's almost unplayable with the... Uh, the for me, I, I can't imagine that, some, that, that Konami and the makers of Metal Gear, Hideo Kojima, will allow that to be a crappy game. No Metal Gear has been an unpolished game. Well, they really need to do. They need to come up with a a new uh, concept, interface concept for you know controlling Maybe an, a, mm -hmm. an action game, an action-oriented game, because the the virtual uh, analog stick on the touchscreen just it doesn't work. Right. I, I, I mean, I think it was either. implemented. I think it's been implemented as best as it can be in games like Hero of Sparta, and it, it just doesn't work. It's just not. It's not conducive to, uh, to to quick moving action well, sequences. I would be very Twitch surprised. Games. I'd be very surprised if it was bad, just because they're perfectionists for the most. Well, part. I think it just needs. To, I think they just need to go back to the drawing board and say, okay, this is the limitations of the touch interface. We need to stop, uh, you know, trying to port console type games to the iPhone slash iPod Touch that require you know real precision. But uh, control analog control and just program more like like for example like uh, Metal Gear um, what was the original Metal Gear game for PSP for acid? Um, acid, acid yes which was the card based game see something right. like that that's turn based it may that be. would lend itself well to you know the touch interface but sure. but not something that requires full analog control it's just not it's hard to say what they're going to do with it we really don't we know we have no they idea they showed a trailer of like you know revisiting Metal Gear Solid 4 enemies if anyone can do it Kojima can I would think so. He's not into making crap. 
So okay. you cough. It's yes, right. you can edit um, that out. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, so I'm holding it back. It happens. Parched. People cough. People cough. Would you like some water? Uh, I'm good, thank you. Okay. M- moving on. Um, so that's pretty much it for yeah. the uh, the Mac stuff or Apple stuff. I'm trying to. You you pretty much cover all the bases. Yeah, I don't think uh, we don't need to go into detail. I really can't offer much. In that. It's like beating a dead horse for the yeah. rumor stuff. It's the same over. Much. As much as I'd like to see it all come out and we right. just know, then we can move forward on rumor. But uh, let's see. Uh, we'll we'll start with this um, since we always have to mention this. The Palm Prix. The Palm Prix. They handed them out to celebrities. Sure. Yep. At an award show. At an award show. They gave the Oscars, it. right? Um, was it Oscar? No, it wasn't the Grammy? Oscars. No, it was an I independent. No, it was an independent. Oh, it was in the okay. film awards. I um, just assumed because of the big stuff. No, it was a. Really, I mean, this might not be obscure to people who are into in, into independent films, right? But for somebody like me, I've never heard of it before. But it was okay. some independent film uh, award show, and they were basically given uh, in like designer uh, grab bags to uh, celebrities that were attending the show, and no one's really sure whether these were fully functional units. Right. Um, or if they were basically just like demo units, or if they had to give them back afterward, if they just got to try them, you know. I would the show. say that they didn't have to give them back. So. I think they did that with the iPhone. Actually, it is a good um, way to generate some buzz, and you know, the speculation is, okay, they gave them out to some celebrities, and, and they're coming and, soon. Right. Is yes. that the, the release must be imminent if they're that far along? Well, this kind of goes along with that. Is I would I, I've actually been talking to a few people about getting. You know, that they've asked me, should I get an iPhone? Yeah. And I said. That depends if you already have an iPod Touch, and it also fa- the also the other factor is the monthly cost after taxes, minimum is eighty dollars, eighty ninety dollars, and because I think it's seventeen percent tax on FCC tax on cellular service or you know wireless service, so no matter what you do, I think the minimum cost is forty dollars. Then you have another thirty for data, right. and that's you know. Someone walks off right. the street, wants a new plan. I'm paying a little more than that because I have a family plan right. with one iPhone. You know, that's $90 a month for that phone. I can't use tethering. Right. And that's $90 a month well, for 700 minutes. The speculation speculation uh, in, in Preville, Preland. Pre- w- would you rather go with Preville or Preland? I don't care either. Want to go with Preville? Sure. I think I like Preville. Okay. Preville okay. works. <laughs> the speculation in Preville is uh, no more tethering because the original ad um, was that for was, tethering. Right, it showed tethering as one of the features, and then they released an update. It looks like the same same ad with the same basic spec sheet included, except that line that listed tethering as a feature is gone. Well, if you so the if, speculation if, is that te- that tethering is not going to be something that's. Uh, if Palm wants to, Palm and Sprint want to have me back as a customer. Add tethering, you've got. I'll I'll drop the iPhone in a Joku second. spot, Joku spot for no. We need we want Joku spot. Um, that's a tethering app if you're not familiar. Yes. Um, Fantastic. And it works well. So uh, simple, free. That's the thing awesome. is, there was a recent story. I I think I posted. On, yeah, I posted on it, and it was mentioned in a, a couple other places. Is people are analysts are saying AT and T needs to lower their fees, sure. and the reason is is I think uh, T Mobile or Sprint. I want to say it's T Mobile in California have started doing an unlimited amount of minutes for $50 a month. Right. If they're doing that, uh, and I agree, it, uh, I've used only a, a, a cell phone or, or mobile phone for 10 years now, yeah. I've, and I don't have a home phone line. I don't need one. So to, to charge me for minutes, and I don't even probably touch a 1,000 minutes a month, and there's five phones on our plan because we call each other. Right. And then, uh, you know, and we're paying... A premium for minutes that we, you know, why not make it unlimited, and you'll make out in the end. Because <laughs> what? Because what? Because you'll pay anyway. <laughs> well, you'll no because you'll As pay. We've already demonstrated. Well, you'll pay anyway. But here's the demand. thing: is I use 500 minutes, you right. use 200, someone else uses a thousand. They all right. equal out anyway. Right. You know, it, eventually they'll all come back to where they were. So, you know. Like if Sprint offers that Palm Pre, and it's sixty dollars a month with data or something like that, I'll switch well, in a no, second. I mean, it's a huge savings. Sprint's big draw right now is their is their um, uh, they have a they have a moniker for it. Um, 
apps they're unlimited everything or something yes, like that yes. program it's hundred dollars it's ninety nine dollars a month for unlimited everything right um, no matter what it is that they offer it on their wireless network it's it's unlimited data GPS Roaming. whatever yeah um, which is a great deal however I would be shocked if when the pre is released that that is going to be available with the pre. Oh, I think it will. I think uh, they. I mean, that's what's that's they what's know drawing me in. They know they're market. up against the iPhone. Right. And um, right, but the iPhone's already proved that you know if demand is high enough, you don't you don't need to have a pricing model that is the same for the rest true, of the phones on your true. network. Yes, they but they had different pricing structures for the iPhone. The catch that, is that the iPhone is an Apple product. Right. Palm. People associate Palm for the most part. Palm too either can with be the powered palm, by odorless sparks. So. <laughs> they associate Palm with um, the Trail. Right. Trio. Trail. Um, depends Correct who you ask. Sir. Depends who you ask. What it's called. What is your email address? <laughs> can you email him and correct him if he's wrong? Or, or, or Aaron myself. at Zolotech. Tri I say Trio. He trail. says a Trail. A Trio. A Trail. Right. A Trail. That's from a never-ending story. Anyway. That was a Treyu. Oh, a Treyu. Oh, Great. Gosh, now <laughs> um, so, anyway, the uh, the Palm Pre, like I said, if, if it comes with a tethering ability uh, for the same price I'm paying now, I would do it. Right. If it doesn't, it better be cheaper. Right. Well, I think it's... I think the, the chances of it, including tethering, are slim to none. I do believe right now, um, if you go to the Sprint website and you look at their, their data plan pricing models, that right now for, um, oh, I think it's something like it's, uh, you gotta add like a, like $50 a month on it if you want to include tethering for the for their, their yeah, current line of way, phones. It's way too expensive. So, um, yeah, I mean, you gotta, I, I don't see, I mean, this is gonna be, in my opinion, I think it's gonna be, probably the most in-demand phone that Sprint has had in, in three or four I years. Agree. And I really just don't see the, the need for them to offer something that's price competitive. Now, I have to say, too, originally I was a Sprint customer. I changed from Sprint to AT&T. Um, most people say Sprint sucks, and they do if you talk to their customer service. Right. That's, their, that's their biggest downfall. Service-wise, in eight years of having them, seven, eight years, I had... One one half hour, where the service went down, a tower went down, and that was just where I was. That wasn't everywhere, and that was for thirty minutes and eight years. I can't complain. The biggest issue was originally with Sprint was cell cell phone towers, right. but now that they allow you to roam and they actually have a three G antenna in them, right. or, or they have a Verizon antenna right. uh, to allow you to roam, basically their frequencies. Um, you know, I've there's no comparison. The, their CDMA is great. Right. I, yeah. I, I always love their call quality. Call quality, their speed. Few, right, I speed get very few great. drop calls. I mean, the coverage area might not be as great, but um, I, I was really coverage. It's, it's and that's the thing. I was really disappointed with AT and T. Um, although, especially when I first got the iPhone, I think their network was overloaded because when I first got it, sometimes I couldn't even make calls because it was busy. Um, now I can make calls all the time, but my three G speed is terrible sometimes. Sometimes it's great, sometimes it's terrible. In fact, Sprint we're in Rochester, New York. My speed in Rochester is horrible compared to my speed in Syracuse. Go figure. Um, which I think is, uh, Syracuse is kind of a test market for a lot of different places like Verizon and that sort of thing. And that may be part of it. But I've, I've been on the Syracuse University campus, everyone has an iPhone. Right. Like you see that, I would say one in four almost. I mean, that's maybe high, but that's what it seems like. It's anyway. probably not as dense of a user base in that market. Um, yeah. Well. They actually, Verizon started putting out Fios there way before any place else I knew in the country had it. Um, it's just for whatever reason, it's a test bed market. Um, because people, at least in the Syracuse University area, will try all that new stuff. So, um, you may be moving this back to Syracuse just to grab that Fios. I would love to, yeah. I, I need a, a good 100 meg I will live in your basement. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I could use that speed. Um, well, um, to run my tour, I mean, yeah. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so free, maybe coming soon, maybe with tethering, maybe right. not, maybe cheap, probably not. And while um, we're and definitely it, sexy, yes. yes. And, and while we're still on phones, sure. uh, you were saying you may get a new uh, Nokia Express music. The Express Music 5800, as yes. opposed to an E71. Well, I loved my you E71. Loved I really loved my E71. I mean, I, it was a great phone. However, you know, going back to AT and T, I'm just I'm not willing. No, not thrilled with that. No, I'm just Go not. Go T-Mobile. 
I'm not doing T-Mobile. They now. actually have a really good plan now. I, I like, from what I've heard, I've never had T-Mobile. Yeah. Um, actually, I had the, the company that was T-Mobile before, or yeah. what T-Mobile bought, and uh, was decent. I can't even remember their name now. But supposedly their service is the best by far. That's where Sprint, I hated Sprint, was the service. Uh, when I talked to them to Customer quit, service? I had a, Well, when I had to quit, when I, when I switched away from Sprint and my contract was up, they actually confirmed to me that the contract was up, and then they ended up charging me. Right. And, and then said I the remember that. yes, and said the record never existed that I yeah. talked to anybody. So that was a two-month ordeal to not have. Oddly to pay enough, with interesting thing. Remember, I told you at three in the morning one night when I had insomnia, I was watching that. Um, I work overnight, by the way. On CNN. So you <laughs> <laughs> no, don't just randomly. I wasn't working things. overnights. I wasn't working overnights then. Um, but um, I was watching that press conference uh, that uh, Dan Hesser is it Dan Hesse. The CEO of Sprint had on C-SPAN, oh, and it was okay. like three o'clock in the morning, and I'm sure it was just a replay. Um, but one of the interesting things that that he talked about during that press conference is a lot of the problems that 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 Sprint had were a result of their merger, um, with their Nextel merger, and the growing pains that our current employer is going through. Right. He talked about customer service problems resulting from having different customer service centers. Both companies had multiple centers sure. in different parts of the company. And of course they had different databases um, that they were using and he, he attributed a lot of those problems. Their their low customer service rating. Well they also they have problems resulting from the merger. They just did the integration. They also well. use a lot of uh, outsource or at least they did. I don't know if they still do, but they used outsourced uh, customer service yeah. which I am not fond of because it seems to be as much as I love that country or the people in that country. Indian. Interestingly, uh, I enough. just don't like. I, it's it's too difficult to have them understand a lot of the things we're dealing with, and that's probably just a culture clash. Right. I'm assuming. So you know, it, that's my biggest peeve. When I call AT and T, at least the people are always kind, and they drop the cost on bills all the time. I don't know if anyone else has that same experience, but uh, they've been very generous and about certain things. So, um, but yeah. So that and um, yes, the other. To wrap up our phone, sure. the LG Watch phone. Did we mention Nokia Express Music 5800 is extremely sexy, and now it on, is nice. and now on sale or soon to be on sale. Yeah, the I, I, they were supposed <coughs> to go on sale today Excuse at Nokia's me. flagship stores in the big cities like Chicago, New right. York City. They didn't actually go on on sale today. I didn't read rumors that. I've say, been busy rumors say rumors time. say that the the units are in stores. They just haven't officially started selling them yet. But um, their release is imminent, and they've been out in Europe for a while. Three ninety nine, very sexy, very functional. See, I have a it, touch screen is, with stylus. Is it three ninety nine with a contract? Beautiful then? thing. I hope it's not. With no, a contract. no. Oh, okay. All Nokia phones are contractless. I love them. Well, not all. All of them. Oh yes, all of the Nokia. All of Nokia's um, oh, smartphones. Right, right. All, right. all of their high-end phones are, yeah. are contractless. They do have. They do make some phones for. Right, uh, contract phones. We have for, a couple phones for the big that are, for the big carriers, are, right? But um, any phone, any high-end phone that Nokia makes for the European or U.S. market, you can get a a okay. unlocked version of it, and that's why I love them, and yeah. that's why I was so you know, you remember my e my bliss with my E seventy one right. and my twenty dollar a month unlimited data with AT and T, <laughs> right? Because I was, because I was using the prepaid plan, and that, that was that was that the was, greatest thing since sliced bread, and that. I understand now why they uh, they cut that off, basically. and it's too bad because they don't pay that much for bandwidth anyway. Well, I think I think that there's just not a, if if everyone was allowed to you know have unlimited data for like say fifty bucks a month, and you know we're allowed to do tethering. I mean, we would all be dropping our our, our DSL and and uh, cable if it uh, internet fast broadband connection. Yeah, if it was it, fast it, 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 I mean it's. It's See, fast enough that you, that I would do it if I for fifty bucks a month if I could get three G speed and I could tether it to my my PC at home. I could deal with CDMA. Laptop, I I would do it. Uh, I know three G is capable of the speeds, but right. we don't have the speeds they have over in Europe. Well, I just know they don't so have the bandwidth. CDMA is faster. So here. the pricing might have something to do with the fact that there just isn't the bandwidth available to to, to open it up and just let people go crazy with it and download you know nine hundred gigabytes of porn. Right, <laughs> over their three G phone, it just it's not. So, get get uh, a, get a Nokia, get a Joku spot, oh, yes. be happy. Right, matzah. 
<laughs> so the uh, LG watch phone. Yes, you had mentioned that you want one. Why do you want one of I those? Don't, because they actually look good. They do. they look functional. Right. And it's cool. Be like James Bond. I don't know. It, it, it's there's a fine line between uber nerd. And, I don't really and cool. think that's that's more like like uber yuppie. Maybe. Like, yeah, you might be the ultimate yuppie if you get a hold of one. Of it things. depends who wears one. They're I gonna guess. be. Uh, they're like a thousand euros, which is about fifteen hundred dollars US. Crazy. And but still, Very I want neat. one. Yes. If I could call you with video with it, I, I believe you can. I believe there's a little camera. It'd be like Dick Tracy. Yes. Maybe that's that'd what. be cool. Uh, so to, uh, He's let's Dick. move. I'm Tracy. Nice. Thanks. Let's move away from uh, cell phones for a moment. Sure, we can go away from cell phones and, for uh, a long minute. Yes, for sure. a while. Um, now, how do you say this? The Razor Carcarius? Carcarius? I think it's Carcarius. Carcarius. They're right. just headphones. All right. Please email Aaron if. Uh, oh, stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah the Razor Carcarius. Carcarius or Carcarius? Carcarius. Uh, I'm not sure. I believe I'm it's not the into Carcarius. Uh, no, it's the Great White, I believe. The Latin Latin name for a Great oh, right, White Shark. shark. Yeah. Something like. Carcaradon or Carcaradon Carcarias. I found another dictionary.com said sand shark or a genus of sand shark. I, I was it was a little it was a different it was like it had the root word, right. but uh, it, it wasn't actually. Car, car, what did you say it was? Carcarias. <laughs> Carcarias. Carcarias. Anyway, Whatever. it's just a cool looking uh, PC headset, uh, high end uh, gaming headset with the most ridiculous name I've ever heard. Why not just call it the Razor Great White? <laughs> yeah, the, then people could pronounce the, the it. Yeah. So we thought we'd just mention that. Uh, sure. The other thing too, the the Marvel Shiva plug. Okay, you had to bring that up, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I agreed with you. It was a little ridiculous. It is. Well, it's okay. Right. It's basically a computer, the size of. Uh, if you oh, this is a good. This is actually a good comparison. If you, if you have a MacBook and you have one of their plugs, it's about the size of that. One of the yeah. wall plugs. Uh, the 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 square brick. It's like your average run of the mill AC adapter. But it's got something a one your router would use, like something like that, with a one point two gigahertz processor. Right, and about a, about a total of about one gigabyte of, right. of RAM. There's um, so you don't use it now. The one thing I, I forgot to mention was it doesn't do uh, internet the uh, Ethernet signal through the the uh, power line, does it? No, no. Okay, I didn't think so. No, it's got it's got an Ethernet. Uh, so it's basically got a USB port and Ethernet. an Ethernet jack, right? It has no monitor. But the idea is you might use it as a NAS. Right, exactly. Network-attached storage. Yeah. So you would hook up your hard drive or a big flash drive or sure. whatever and use it and as... And you've got a little Linux And server. you can put it anywhere. And Exactly. It's pretty much invisible, which is kind of cool. And it's $99. And it's 99 That it's was the cool part. Soon to be 49 according to the... Uh, For 49 I would buy one. For 49 I'd probably buy one just, just to play to, with it. Yeah, yeah, just to say, hey, i got a computer that fits in the palm of my hand. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of neat. Or, or not. I would. I would use it. I, I'd use it as as extra storage somewhere. Yeah. Sure, that's cool. Then you can move it wherever you want in the house. Sure. As Why long not? as you have the Ethernet cable. It doesn't have Wi-Fi, does it? No, no Wi-Fi. See, that's the. Yeah, I mean, part. then you're you're pushing the envelope. Of course, it. you could plug in Wi-Fi too. There's no well. I mean, there's no reason why you know. USB. A, a, a year from now, two years from now, they couldn't integrate Wi-Fi and in a who video. knows even a GPU into that bad boy. Well, with the uh, what is it? An Nvidia Nano? Is that it? Ion. 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 That uh, you know, they that's another story. Them. We'll leave that for next. Well, week's they, show. yeah, we could just we'll come back to that. Intel um, and Nvidia are like. Yeah, but I was just that. thinking that they could, you know, smush it down to that size. Right. Eventually. <coughs> um, so uh, that's pretty much it for those stories. We have a few mm -hmm. video games I thought I'd mention. Yeah. Would you like to talk about the new limited edition Xbox 360 Elite Resident Evil <sighs> Five Edition? That's a lot. Yeah, it is. I I don't like it. I don't like the look of it. I don't like the black Xbox. I don't either. like the look of it either, and you know what? But that's just me. I don't really understand the whole Resident Evil Five tie-in. I mean, what is the red uh, significance of Resident Evil Five? I don't know. Like is green, red, the official like because it's blo the color it's always, blood. It's always been. It's always had the color red in the I title. The, I think. Yeah, because of the Resident blood. Resident Evil Two. They, or yeah. is it like the color? Should it be the color of the brain the matter? Because you know the zombies they eat the yes. brain. I think it's the color the of the text like a, on the box. Uh, but 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 the Xbox 360 itself is not the same color. It's like a, it's like a, I don't know. It's 
Uh, it's not my favorite. I uh. I prefer the white Xbox. It is. Yeah, it is a That's fairly fairly good deal. The whole bundle, and I, I guess sure. if you uh, if you like the color red, it's a fantastic deal. If you like the color red, I don't know what the deal is with all the. And you like the run. Xbox 360, and you like Resident Evil, it's a fantastic deal because sure. you get the you get the red elite. And it's cool because it's it's the Resident Evil edition, but it's just a plain red Xbox 360. There's right. no Resident Evil, you know, like uh, print screen on it or like decals on it or anything well, that's goofy good. like that. And it comes with a copy of Resident Evil. Does it 5. come with a faceplate, a special faceplate? No, I don't think it comes with a special faceplate. No, I don't think it comes. They with kind of abandoned this faceplate thing. Um, yeah, they're like they're 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 like slashed now. They're not they, kind of. They, they slash the prices on them. You can find them at, for like two bucks at some stores. Yeah, I think you know, uh, just uh, never I, really worked out. I think they saw that not a lot of people were buying them. Uh, there's only a few. I think the problem is the rest of the the rest of the device isn't the same color. And so. doesn't well, it doesn't it doesn't make the device stylish. You can, you can't make the Xbox 360 stylish. It's not going to look good on your on your home theater rack. Right. Uh, it's just, it's not that kind of system. Uh, uh, unless you only see the front of it. I, I do have a, an Elite. Which I do have if a black Elite. And I will say the Elite integrates much better into your, your home well, theater uh, equipment. It looks a little bit more, you know, high-end home audio video. I think they should have gone with the metal casing Stylish. look. Of it. That's, you know, like the PS3 is too shiny. Right. The Xbox 360 Elite or Black Edition right. is too is too flat. I really like the gunmetal gray. Remember the limited edition gunmetal uh, gray uh, PS3. Yeah, I always thought the that would look. I always thought that would look good on my TV stand under my TV. I, I would like to see a uh, a case similar to um, Segway. Your, your DVR. What? True. Good. Good point. Yeah. <clears throat> Segway. PS3 price drop. If they do it. Rumor coming. Yeah. On an analyst. And analyst predicts that right. a significant price drop could be coming within. Well, they certainly need it because a very when short you, period of time. if you walk into the store and you don't have a video game machine, you look at the Wii, and if the Wii doesn't have what you offer, you look and say, okay, there's a 360 yeah. for 200, yeah. or there's a PS3 for 400. Sure. And you're going to see that you have a lot more games and a lot more used games for an Xbox 360, and you're going to buy that. The price of Blu-ray discs, I think, is also <coughs> in Sony. Uh, I think if you don't, don't, I think if you don't have one now, sure. you probably don't care that much about Blu-ray. Maybe. Well, uh, pe uh, until it comes way I down. I don't price. know anyone that I don't know anyone that buys. Um, you know, no matter you know where their their income at, whatever whatever income right. level they fall in, whether they're you know earning six figures, and you know I have some. Not me, obviously, or I wouldn't be you know wouldn't be doing this gig. But <laughs> <laughs> thanks, yeah. <laughs> No, but I know people who are who are in different income uh, brackets, and even the ones that are you know earning six figures and above, they're not going out and buying Blu-rays in droves. They think they're too expensive. Right. And I don't think they're I don't think they're really selling all that. You well know, when right you go to, well, you you have a you, they probably have a big DVD collection. Sure. And we're kind of in this um, primordial soup, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> You're. For, um, you know, we're, we're sort of just I because see where you're going. we have downloadable content via Netflix. Yeah. Um, you know, with their selection. Oh, that's the other thing. Their selection is saying they're going to go all digital by 2010. Right. Um, and then you have digital. Xbox. You've got Microsoft that's always that's been saying no, we don't need Blu-ray. We, right. We'll do the HDVD add-on, see how it does, right. but we don't need that, and we don't want a physical media anymore. Then you've got SD uh, cards that can go up to two terabytes. Right. And then, you know, so it's hard to say where the future is going. I, I'm going to say probably downloadable content sure. in RAM chips, not yeah. discs. I agree. Um, it's hard to say, you know, without going and, and seeing where we'll be in Well, there's years, a recent article uh, circulating the, the, the blog sites about the cost of Blu-ray. Right. And that um, they're, they're working on manufacturing changes that they think will decrease the cost of manufacturing significantly actually it's not the manufacturing I, I'm sorry I misspoke that's that's a totally different uh, that's a totally different article this article I read today was actually talking about the licensing decreasing the cost of licensing oh, okay. by 40 percent which obviously yeah, which they, they would need, pass that on to uh, the consumer Sony's at a big Sony's have has a big issue I think and you know depending on the market some will say that the ps3 is is winning it's not winning uh, no, no, when I you mean, look at the no there's, a, there's argue that the non, the person that likes Sony is going to say that. They're on life support right now. As uh, far as, uh, yeah, they moved out. Uh, they 
they made a big mistake in that I was talking to you about this earlier, and I never really finished the point actually. But PS2, uh, they came out and said, "This is what the chip does." Developers figure it out. Right. Xbox came out a little bit after that, and they went to the developers and said, "Well, it's a PC. You already know how to develop for it." The next generation comes around, and Microsoft, before they even build the machine, goes out to people and says, what do you want? Like people like Epic, that made them increase the RAM, and said, what do you want to make this the easiest to develop for and the best that you can do with? And then, and then PS3 at the same time says, well, we have the cell processor. It's like a symphony, if you remember that. The processor Powered by odorless yes. parts. <laughs> it's like a symphony, and although it's complex, you'll figure it out. Well, that complexity adds to development costs, which plus you've got the cost of producing a disc on Blu-ray, which adds to the overall cost again, and the thing costs a fortune. And I, I know they're projecting 10 years, but we're not in a market. We're in a market of instant gratification, sure. not of let's have a machine for 10 years. After three years, the machine's old. Let's get something right. new. Uh, if a new, if we too. Right. If we too comes out, it's I, old. By the way, behind. that is trademarked. I have trademarked that. We too. We too. Yes, I own the rights to that. Great. <laughs> if uh, whatever. If uh, if we two came out tomorrow, All or you have to do Xbox uh, 720 comes out tomorrow, yeah, whatever it's gonna whatever be. it's going to be called, people are going to flock to buy right. it. Everybody, it doesn't even have to have better hardware in it. It just has to have the other name on it. Hence, hence the hence success the Wii. of the Wii, right? right. With a uh, yeah, and that's really the truth. I mean, you go. Well, uh, Sony got spoiled, I think, by a lot of luck and just, just like sure. timing. I mean, they were lucky to. They were lucky that Nintendo never went forward in the first place with the original PlayStation add-on right. uh, for the Famic, the original uh, Super NES right. system. Super Famicom. Right, and they were lucky that when Nintendo, you know, who was king of the hill at that time, um, uh, kind of screwed them over. Well, what they, <laughs> or were, did. They, they they developed the N sixty four and they, they hung on to old technology, right. which was the cartridge format, which which was very for which that was time. very costly, and that made those games hard to develop because they had to use all those different compression. Right. Uh, methods in order to stuff what they needed to stuff in the games to make them look next generation, and it Sony cost came. Less. <laughs> and, and right, it was it was just so much cheaper to manufacture those CDs, and you, you could just you know, it gave them so much more uh, you know creative license, right? Because um, they could cram so much more on the disc for less money. That Sony took off, and that's why the PlayStation One was such a a resounding success. And right. Because all the developers, all the third-party developers, they jumped on the Sony bandwagon because they liked the technology. Yeah. And by the time the PS2 came out, how could it fail? It really had no competition at all. I'm sorry, the Dreamcast was great. I loved it. But yes, it, there, was, it really wasn't a competitor. It never. No, was. when they didn't have EA involved, it was all over. For right. Them. They didn't. They didn't have the, the. They didn't have the key third-party licenses, and they had absolutely no marketing whatsoever for that thing. Right. So. Which is uh, unfortunate. Yeah, and I think uh, going forward, uh, the success of, uh, you can look at it either way. The Wii is a huge success sales-wise. Right. Game-wise, the 360 is the is success. Because the Wii is basically something you play occasionally for most families, not everybody. Um, you play that occasionally, and then you have the Xbox 360. My wife, my kids use that right. more than the Wii, and the Wii's right next, you know, right there. Well, as far as uh, software-wise, as far as software sales are concerned, the Wii has been pretty a pretty big success right. in in some areas with some games. For example, three uh, I believe it's the three best-selling games of the last twelve months were all Wii games. That was Which number believe, one sure. was Wii Play. Number two I believe was Wii Fit, and number three maybe it wasn't number three. The top two were definitely Wii Play and Wii Fit, but but Nintendo had three in the top five, and I, I think Super Smash Brothers may have been the other one that was in the, well, that was in the top that, yeah. five. Where I where believe Gears of War uh, was in the top five. Right. Um, Call of Duty World at War. No, actually, I think it was Call of Duty Four that was okay. in, that was in the top five. Which is the better game, I think. Right. We we'll, we will save that for right. the for another different day. podcast. Yes. But um, yeah, I think uh, uh, or please. No, it's okay. Uh, there's an add-on pack coming out for World at War. We're just not sure. I haven't played World at War yet. I'm jealous. Uh, you can borrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm kind of done with that game. 
It just doesn't have the power. You're, so, you're I, I know so over it. So many people will argue this with me, I'm sure, but it go. does not have the polish <laughs> of Call of Duty 4. It just doesn't. That sounds familiar. Have we, have we done this We've in another this. podcast? I've argued this many times with people. And if you I, think that World of War is a better game, please email. What I found. What I found. <laughs> debate this via email. I or found Twitter or Ryan. That the older player, I'm 30. Yes. You're uh, I found that the older players that I know, yourself probably. Uh, some other friends of mine, um, they tend to like Call of Duty 4 more. My youngest brother, who is in his young teens, says there's no difference. And that's what I find, is the younger players don't see a difference. Does that mean they're dumbed down to lesser quality games? No, I know it doesn't. But, But really, it feels... If you play World at War and then you switch back to Call of Duty 4, you're not going to see a big graphic difference, but control scheme and polish is much greater, I think. I, I agree with you. Um, that's where you see the difference. But I can only agree with you from a... Uh, Non-playing perspective. Yeah, from what I've seen in video and, and You've solo. got me hooked on Horde. I've seen a lot of video. You've got me hooked on Horde. We're in the after show yes, now, obviously. The after show. We're winding down. We're talking yeah. about video games. We've been recording way too long. Yes, I need to um, go. So anyway, yeah, we've. Life is gonna kill me. Gears of War. Horde she should mode. be asleep at this hour. Like I any think. good woman, she should be asleep. <laughs> I don't mean that. Just <laughs> okay, mean, whatever. She should get her beauty rests. Yeah, okay, she needs it. No, I'm just no. kidding, honey. <laughs> kidding. So You're beautiful. The uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to Prince of Persia, the add-on, yeah, the epilogue. Yeah. Um, not, I, it's just an ad, a continuation of the story that saddened me after after playing. Don't, please, I won't. don't. You are the worst when it comes to <laughs> you, you enjoy Spoilers. being a spoiler. I never, I'm not big into stories, but I love the story of Prince of Persia for some reason. The, you're talking about, not in, in general. general. In general. Okay, but but what about the storyline of this most recent Prince The of most Persia? recent was one? It, would you say this is the, the best yet? Um, I that? would say, well, here's the thing, is the original Prince of Persia. Don't spoil it. Have you played? You haven't even played Sands of Time and all those. Games. I I've, I only played the third most violent one. Um, that would be one. the second one. Uh, the set. The oh, really the most violent one would be was the second. Two or three. Warrior Within. Warrior Within was the one that I played. Um, here's the thing: when you play through Warrior Within, if yeah. you really get into it, mm-hmm. you actually feel the anger he does, and you get and it makes the game more enjoyable mm-hmm. with the music. It got horrible reviews for the music that was in it, but I thought it was fitting based on the attitude and the emotion they were trying to put into the character. I get into that sort of thing. Now, with... I know that's weird for some you people. You need help. <laughs> I need help. Now, on the on the new one, it's got a whole different feel to it. It's very good, but it feels like you're more in a... more in a... Um, I don't know, like a... It's more of a playground, even. Like, it's... You can go more places. It's less linear. Sure, it's an o- it's an open world concept. Yeah, uh, it is. It is, and it's it is. It depends. Right. You can go linear if you want. It's it's the the game for me is enjoyable because the difficulty is less than the old ones, which I like because Warrior Within was very it's more difficult. on par with like a like a Wii play type thing. No, no. <laughs> I know you're like your uh, difficulty. What's what's on the easy side? It depends on the game. It I like it challenging enough that. I'm not going to f- want to throw the controller because I'm so angry. Right. I- I'm not, like like Ninja Gaiden, I'm not even going to play it because I know I'm going to hate it because it's too hard. Right. Gaiden, I, Gaiden, whatever. I like the challenge. I like the difficulty um, challenge. When, if it's something, like, the new the Mega Man, I really want to buy it for the PS3 download or Xbox 360, but the difficulty is so high that I know I'm going to get mad at it. That was what made those games so much fun. I played the second one almost to completion. Because... You do and then get, I had to return the You do the get really open. frustrated. I remember playing through. Yeah. I remember p- playing through uh, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Oh and gosh, that was, one, was a very difficult. Game. It's one of the most difficult. And and, and yeah. y- it's a lot of repetition, and you it do is. get frustrated. And I used to throw the controller, but when you finally master a level to the point where you know everything that's going to happen, before, see, I don't a split I don't second before that, and you can react. There's just this feeling of zen. I suppose. That, that comes over you, and you just get into this zone where you're you're hyper focused, and just nothing can stop you. And I love that feeling. I suppose I I, get, I, I appreciate the vintage. But it is very frustrating to get there. Um, but the new Prince of Persia, I guess the the epilogue adds some difficulty to it. 
in that, for, in, for instance, if you, there's a lot of different traps and things. There's less timing involved in the new game. Like, if you time it wrong, you're probably going to be okay. Where in the epilogue, supposedly that's changed, which that'll make it more interesting. <laughs> nice. Parsing data. Yes. Um, in the epilogue, that's changed, I guess. Warrior Within I, is rated as the most difficult of the last three Prince of Persia's, and I definitely would say it is. There's many, there's times where I'd shut, the, shut it off after 20 tries, walk away, and come back the next day, and then beat it. Right, which is tries. very common. That's what usually um, happens with The me. newest one, the newer one, that happened to me once. Right. You reach in a certain... In one area, where yeah. I had to fight. There's a lot of boss fights in this newer one, and I don't... If it were up to me, Prince of Persia would have zero boss fights, and I just have to... I have to navigate terrain, um, which I like. When it comes to game difficulty, this is a gamer tip. I'm going to give a gamer tip at the end of every show, during the after show. Sure. So here's my gamer tip. When it comes to a very difficult game or game sequence that requires a lot of repetition, the don't more like repetition. that you fail, the more impatient you come because right. you start you start thinking about the clock and how much time you've invested. So sure. even, if you're, even if you're telling yourself, okay, I'm going to take my time this time, you rush. And it gets harder and harder. So that's why sometimes you'll try it 30 times and fail. And you'll, you'll think, why am I, I've had so much practice. I've tried so many times consecutively. Why am I not getting it? And then you'll, you'll shut it off. You'll give up. You'll come back the next day. And you'll do it on the first or second try. It's because the more you fail, the more impatient you get. Right. So your best bet is to try it five times, take a break. Yes. And then come back and, and if try it again. If you can do it just after five Calm your nerves. Go to your happy yeah. place. Come back my gamer tip for the day. Now, I have to mention this, just because this came over. Horde, we got to get back to Horde. We need to have, oh, a, Horde, we yeah. need to have a Zolo Tech uh, game day. We where, can do that. I don't know if anybody will come. Well, we have like three listeners, so let's invite them to, <laughs> to, to Zolo Tech game day, and we'll play, maybe we can get somebody to, maybe there's one listener that really loves Gears of War 2 Horde So mode, email us, and, and we'll give you our, well, what's, what's your gamer wanna, tag? Do you want to give out our Xbox? Sure. Like, sure, okay, go ahead. You Mine go is Big Z. Just B-I-G-Z. Because I've been around for so long on yeah. Xbox Live. I was right. an original beta tester. Y yes, you were. I was surprised that you had Big Z with no yes, uh, characters afterwards. Yep. Yeah. Um, You're an original. And uh, if, uh, Alan, I don't remember your name. All right. People, oh, I know. Don't be stealing this because this is the greatest name <laughs> oh, on it. Xbox Live. It's, it's funny, it's, but it's stupid. It's, it's capital M, lowercase c, capital N-A-S-T-Y, 0123, McNasty. Zero, one, two, three. <laughs> I'm McNasty. Gosh. <laughs> yes, you people, are. People, <laughs> whenever I play with people on Xbox Live, they love my name. They, like, say it every chance they get. They oh. just love saying, McNasty, I'm coming for you, McNasty. On Horde <laughs> Mode, anytime I, like, anytime I die, the whole team is, like, racing for me to save me. They're, like, fighting each other over who gets to save McNasty. They just love it. You have a, you have a huge ego. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I gave so, myself a headache. Okay, so this one I had to, I had so to I, mention this because I know I'm a fan of of flight sims and so are you. Sure. Or, or like games. Hawks. Hawks is awesome. It's fantastic. We agree on something for a change. Oh my god! Give me. <laughs> yes, Hawks is. I love um, the demo anyway. Obviously, I've only played. Here's the, the problem with the the majority like Ace Combat. Yeah. The story's too weird, and there's not enough realism. Right. Hawks is. You can change the view. Like I. I don't do it. I like. The inside view, because right. I, I like, I, right? I, I like, I like flight sims. Absolutely, I'm an old flight sim player from what, plus you know, it makes Strike the game Commander more, plus it makes the game more difficult, which I like. So right. playing through the demo, I, I agree with you 100. percent I right. I found myself just saying, okay, so if I buy the game and I may buy the game because I like it so much, I think I will. I'll probably never switch views. So it's that the default view was from behind. Right. Well, okay, right. And then there's a cockpit view, I which I agree with you. View. I use the cockpit view. That's my preference. Yes. But then there's the uh, what do they call it in the game? I can't remember. Where you oh, like a, you, you, you have more control of the plane, and it switches to like a third-person, very zoomed uh, out, panned view. out view. Yeah. I, I would never even use that. You had to through the demo, through the tutorial. They force you to do it when in the beginning. There's like Which a, I there's hate like it. a training it, yeah. uh, mission where they teach you everything and they make you do it. Right. But once you're in the actual meat of the game, it seems like but you could just ignore that altogether. I play. I, I didn't tell you this. I played it online yeah. with my brother and a couple other people. It was an, it was fantastic. He went and took out tanks in that second mission. Is it in, is it in stores already? Uh, no, I just checked. It comes out the third. Okay, of that's March. what I thought. Okay. Um, we played the demo together online. Yeah. 
Um, and they, I was I was in the air taking out planes or other jets while he was on uh, taking out the tanks and stuff. At the same time, you know, he'd know that I'm on his right. It was it was great. So we're gonna be we're gonna be flying. We're together. gonna be playing. We're gonna be, wi- we're gonna be wingmen. Did you see this joystick for it? <laughs> no. Oh no, I didn't see the joystick for it. Um, I read about it, but I don't think I actually it's, saw the it's picture. Basically no, it's, I did see the picture. It's a, it looks right. like a SciTech joystick. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, it's uh, fifty dollars, which is a little bit pricey. I'll have it. <laughs> it's a Mad Cats joystick, okay. actually. A Mad Cats makes some quality stuff. Um, I wish I could just plug in my Logitech USB right. joystick. You might. No, you won't be able to. I'll oh, try. You can I'm try. try. You can try. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I love that. Game. Makes that me wonder great. if if old uh, Nolly and Wonka they they use proprietary. I was gonna say maybe the old Xbox Logitech flight stick uh, would work, but it's proprietary. It has proprietary. It's side. That, that's another side tech choice. Yeah. Well, they had that a Logitech one too for the original. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it was awesome. But anyway, the uh, Hawks is demo. Download the demo. It's worth playing. Yeah, that's I, an I, awesome I, game. That's what I played in it. Um, it sold me right off the bat. The graphics are are amazing. Right, the voice the, acting in it is amazing yes. too. The scripting and for that that one mission sequence right. where you're you know you're talking to your you're, you're talking to your buddies and they're it's like you're in a full on invasion right. war. It really it, and they're talking about how you know I haven't seen this kind of action since the since the Gulf War and stuff like right. that. Just very gritty realism. Right, it's just the voice like acting any Tom was, Clancy it was game. spot on. Like it was a intense. Tom Clancy game. It, it's been called, I saw on, on some things, they call it the first-person shooter of flight games or flight simulation. Yes. <laughs> Gosh. All right. I'm All right. Now. So on that note, I think we're done. All right. So we'll, we'll see you we'll next time. We'll see you time. on Xbox Live. All right. Yeah. Big Z. McNasty. Zero one. See you next time.